Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. Um, on behalf of Dunleary Ratdown Libraries, I'm delighted to welcome you to the Studio Theatre in the Lexicon for the launch of the wonderful exhibition Comic 20, 20 Years of Injuve, organised by the Instituto Cervantes and curated by Gerardo Vilches. Uh, my name is Marion. I'm the librarian here at the Lexicon. And I'm really quite excited that we haven't been back in the space as DLR Libraries since spring of 2020. So it's really brilliant to be back here for this uh, special event. Thank you all for coming. Um, huge thanks to Lara from Martine Blas from the Institute of Cervantes. She's the arts officer. She'll be speaking to you at a moment, in a moment. And also to her colleagues, Katya and Marta, who have been uh, liaising with us about this exhibition, which is up on level four. We're thrilled to have it, and it's already attracting a lot of attention upstairs. So the, the format is um, Cajardo and Michael will chat for half an hour, and then there'll be time for about five minutes for Q&A, and then we'll adjourn upstairs for um, reception and a chance to look at the exhibition. Now, just a few housekeeping things. Exit the door you came in, or else an exit just to my left here. If you could put your phones on silence, uh, the toilets are just outside the exit you came in. And um, that's basically it. So I'd like to hand you over to Lara now, who will introduce our two speakers now. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. And it's good to be back for an in-person event. Uh, I'm thrilled. And I told Gerardo today, that is the first event we do, like inviting a guest. So it's, we are new doing the job. So uh, my name is Laura, I'm the arts officer at the Instituto Cervantes. And maybe some of you will know the Cervantes, but the Cervantes is um, a cultural and language center here in, in Ireland, but we are in more than 80 countries around the world. And we are celebrating our 30th uh, anniversary this year. And though it has been a different year, it's good to have this exhibition, 20 years of comic uh, awards from the Injuve. Uh, so it's, it's, it's great to have this exhibition uh, together in our program of celebrations. Uh, the Injuve Awards, is, is important for artists because in, in Spain, is, like, INJUVE is the Institute of Youth. So, and INJUVE awards people, artists that have less than 30 years old. So it's, it's, it's great that they support artists. If they support artists, uh, institutions like us can show their work outside, abroad, and people uh, and institutions or places like the lexicon can show as well. So the awards, the Instituto and the lexicon is, makes like a great collaboration for us. And we are very happy to have the exhibition in Ireland. And now I will introduce uh, Gerardo. Gerardo Vilches is an expert in comics, but he has a great interest in history. He's the curator of the exhibition that you will see later. It's in level four. And um, briefly about the exhibition, it showcases 20 artists from 1998 until 2018. That is the 20 years of the Injuve Awards. And he selected 
um, one work that was the awarded work and a more recent work like that will show like a traveling time, but we will see the evolution of during that period in Spain, how comics evolved, but also how some artists changes, changed their, their work. So Gerardo Vilches is from Madrid and he has a PhD in contemporary history and social science and is teacher in the European University. Um, he has some books in, in comics, like comic and edu um, the journal Cuco, he, he's the co-director, and Cuadernos de Comic, and he's the author of Breve Historia del Comic, that is a brief history of comic, El Guion del Comic, the comic strip, y La Satirica Transición, Revistas de Humor Político en España, that could be translated as uh, The Satirical Spanish Transition, Political Humor Magazines in Spain. And I'm very grateful you are here. Thanks for coming, Gerardo. And Michael Connerty, that maybe is more familiar here in Dunleary. Thanks for coming and accepting the invitation, Michael. Uh, he is a co-chair of the animation program in a IADG in Dunleary. He teaches film and animation history and visual culture. His research interests include the early evolution of comics and his book, The Comic Street Art of Jack B. Yates has recently been published uh, by Paul Grave Macmillan. So now I hope you enjoy the talk. At the end, we will have like five minutes uh, Q&A if you're interested in, in making questions. And after that, we'll see you with a glass of wine on the level four. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, that's a strange sensation. Um, <clears throat> everybody can hear me loud and clear, I take it. I hear myself a little bit too loud and clear. <laughs> um, I think the uh, this will be more of a, of a, a sort of a, a chat than anything else, and we'll just try and cover some of the um, kind of key uh, themes of of the exhibition and talk a little bit about Spanish comics in in general. But I thought a, a, maybe a way to start might be to talk about the or sorry would be for me to apologise in advance for all my pronunciation uh, disasters <laughs> that are coming up over the next half hour. But in Juve. Uh, the, the competition itself. Um, it, it, could you maybe uh, tell everybody something of the kind of criteria uh, that that uh, the people are that, that the, the judges or the panel are looking for when they they invite uh, artists to to compete? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I, I would like to to thanks Instituto Cervantes and of course Lexicon. For, for having the exhibition here and for having me here. And of course, thank you, Michael, for being here with me. Uh, well, about the, um, the um, Inhube Awards, the, the aim of, the, of this award was, since the beginning, to encourage young people in Spain, young comic artists, to, to continue making comics. Uh, and the moment in which the the award was created. Uh, comics in Spain was uh, was having a terrible crisis. Uh, 
it, it was um, most of the magazines where people can publish short stories was canceled, were canceled because of the low sales. And most of people who wanted to make comics uh, had to work for French market or American market. And at the end of the, of the 90s, uh, there, was, there were some new publishers who tried to encourage, uh, who tried to publish directly um, Spanish comitartos, young Spanish comitartos. So the, the, the award of Incube appeared in the, um, in the precise moment to, um, to help and to encourage the, the, re the recovering of the market, of the Spanish comic market. And through the years, this intention of encouraging young talent uh, was uh, continuating, not only in comics, but in, in the other categories, visual arts and um, music and so on. But I think that um, it's, um, Maybe it's more important in comics because it's a uh, it's a media a medium. Sorry that uh, only in recent years get gained the um, the social and cultural uh, recognition. As you know, some some people tend to tend to see comics as uh, minor art, uh, something related to the lowbrow, and so on, and. This is changing in the last, in the recent, uh, I would say maybe a decade or 15 years. And um, this kind of awards or the national award that was created in 2007 was, were very important to, to the cultural recognition of comics and of course to help people, to, to, to help young authors to make comics. Yeah, that, that's probably something that's probably true in other national contexts as well, you know, that the comics are no longer looked down on. And, and even as we were seeing here, there's substantial collection of comics and graphic novels yeah. in the library here. Um, just to take one example, and that might not have been the case sort of 25, uh, you know, 30 years ago. Um, one thing I noticed looking through the exhibition earlier on is that there's a very pleasing uh, lack of sort of, you know, superheroes or any of the kind of traditional um, sort of um, conventional stuff of comics, as it were. Um, is that something that, that's been sort of deliberately fostered by the competition? And, and, and also, do, do you think that it's, it's sort of grassroots independent comics culture where yeah. all the interesting things have been happening in the last 20 years or so. Yeah, I think so. The, the, the point here is that uh, in Spain, superheroes, American superheroes, were uh, the, the, the most sold comics. Um, well, of course, manga too. Uh, but um, young people who want to make uh, superhero comics, can work directly to Marvel or DC Comics or whatever, a, a bunch of 
public, American publishers directly. Today it's very easy to do it. But um, people who want to make a career in comics in Spain tends to be um, a more personal approach to the media, to the medium. Um, because uh, we don't have a, a strong industry. We don't have uh, an industry that allows people to make a living working in comics. It's very difficult that we have a few examples of authors that can make a living of comics. But this is the, the bad side is this, but the, the, the good side of this is that people have a great, um, a great freedom in, in their approach to comics. So this is something that you can see in the, in the exhibition. At a, a great variety of uh, styles, uh, genres, um, uh, topics. You can find literally what, do you, what, what you can imagine in, in Spanish comics right now. Yeah, I noticed that even, even individual artists seem to have, you know, a, 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 there's, there's a, a great deal of kind of variety. And, um, I wonder, is, is there as well, could, could you talk a little bit about, we were chatting about this earlier on, and you were saying that, that there's been a bit of a shift in terms of Spanish comics culture. And again, this may be something that's, that's, uh, that's also true elsewhere, away from kind of short form, short story based comics and more towards the longer form yeah. uh, graphic novels. Could you talk a bit about that? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. um, this is because the, um, the Spanish market in the 80s and or even in the, since the 70s until 90s was dominated by the, by the single format which was the magazine, a magazine of comics in which you can uh, publish mainly short stories. If you were a, a, a famous artist, maybe you can serialize along the story that um, later uh, can be um, uh, compiled in a book or in an album. But um, young people mostly did short stories for magazines. But when the magazine disappeared, uh, people began to think in this new format, which was the graphic novel, begin to think directly in a book, in a, in a single story that you can publish directly as a, as a whole, not serialized, because you don't have any place to serialize. And this is the great change that happened in the Spanish market, uh, I would say maybe in the last uh, 15 years. And it's something that you can mm, see pretty clearly in the exhibition. You, you pass from the first winners and, and their short stories to, as you said, uh, new, the, the most recent winners or, or of the award of the grants, because in the last year uh, the award was uh, uh, becoming an, uh, in, a, in a grant system quite different, um, that mainly make books. That it, it's the standard now in the Spanish market, the graphic novel. Mm. I mean, when you say as well that 
Spanish comics, the, the Spanish sort of comics industry as such, is, let's say, compared to the, the French or the Belgian, it, you know, it's, it, it's not quite as, as substantial, doesn't have the same sort of, you know, history behind it, doesn't have the same kind of reading public. So it can be quite difficult for artists to make a living. Um, would it be true to say, because I noticed in the, the biographies of some of the artists that they, they're, they're doing other things as well. Is that quite common? Lots of people with backgrounds in illustration maybe or fine yes. art. Very common, very common. Or even people that uh, started working for the Spanish market and then uh, begin to, began to work for United States or, or France. For example, David Rubin um, try, always tries to um, make uh, his own books for the Spanish market and then make um, uh, books with uh, American writers in directly for the, for the American market. And we have some, some others that, uh, as you say, make a living in the illustration or, or design and make their comics uh, in, in their free time, mostly. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, that sort of international, putting Spanish comics in that kind of international context and thinking about American and the sort of domination of American and maybe Japanese yes. uh, comics as well. Is there, um, is there a sense in which the, the Spanish comics scene is, is self-contained or is success maybe judged by whether or not your work ends up getting translated into English or being being read outside Spain? No, it's hmm. it, it's becoming very very common that the most important the main the main publishers in in Spain um, sell the the rights for different translations. And it's very common to find, uh, of course, mainly in English and in French, but also in German, in, in Korean, uh, in Polish, in Italian. Yeah, it's very, very common. It's becoming more and more common in the last year. It's, it's a, a relative, um, relatively uh, recent thing. But it's something very positive because this is the way for the authors to get more money for their works. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed it because you can also see the the influence to a certain extent of American comics, but it's not as as we're saying, it's not the it's not the mainstream stuff. It's yeah. it's more like that tradition that begins with raw in the 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 nineteen eighties and sort of underground uh, comics more sort of independent, in some cases, abstract comics. Yes. Could you talk a little bit about that? Because I, I just noticed there's at least one example of that up, upstairs. Yeah, uh, I think the, the, um, the freedom with the author works uh, in, in Spain, due to the fact that there isn't, there isn't a lot of money, um, makes that they have a lot of influence because there are uh, an underground circuit that in the last year had become uh, international. Mm -hmm. So the influence are not mainstream, but uh, most, uh, mostly from the independent, the, the, the small press market in America, 
or even another arts, for example, visual arts, animation. A lot of artists in America, in in Spain, sorry, uh, are strongly influenced by the adult animation of the recent years. I mean, uh, Adventure Time and this kind of shows. And there is a um, very, very interesting and, and creative underground circuit in Spain of a small press and fan things. And in this case, uh, as you don't need a great audience because you are uh, making fun things just for fun, just for learn or for uh, sharing your work with the people. Um, there are a lot of interesting guys and girls doing uh, abstract comics, experimental comics that try to um, re reinvent the language, the traditional language of comics. Sometimes they um, they don't use uh, words, or even they don't use characters, and you just have uh, lines, colors, trying to express something more poetic than narrative. And it's very interesting because, uh, of course, it's something uh, uh, small in the in the in the whole of the market in Spain, but it's very very interesting. Yeah. That is, and, and would you say there's a, a sort of a vibrant community? Are there, you know, regular kind of comics festivals and fairs and? Yeah, yeah, um, that, there there are a lot of festivals in Spain, and there is something that I like a lot that that is that you have uh, big festivals with a mainstream approach. For example, Comic Barcelona, which is the the, the most important and the and the oldest fest in Spain, and it's the typical fest with um, uh, TV series, cinema, uh, superheroes, and so on, like the Comic-Con in San Diego, this kind of uh, festival. But you also have um, smaller uh, festivals, more focused on comics and on Spanish comics, and then you have very, very small independent festivals focus on fanzines and small press. Um, I would say that we have, uh, in a year, maybe 40 festivals in, in different levels and are distributed uh, by all the country, which is something very important. In a country with a, mm, an, an obvious tendency to centralize all the cultural activities in Madrid and Barcelona is very positive, very, very, it's great for the artists to have um, this, this kind of festivals in all Spain. Usually the, the, more, the, the, smaller, uh, the smallest fest are arranged by the artists themselves or by some kind of uh, comic activists, if you would you say. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you that. Is, is, there, is there a sort of a political sort of dimension? Are there comics related to activism or um, political social issues? I, I, I would say, I would say that um, one of the most interesting things that Graphic Noble brought to the comic industry in Spain was the inclusion of all kind of non-fiction topics. Mm -hmm. uh, 
journalists, comics, um, memoirs, autobiographies, um, historical stories about the recent history in Spain, uh, Francoism, but also the transition, the, the 80s. And this is something that usually tends to have a strong uh, political position by the authors, um, mostly uh, um, lefty position, mm -hmm. usually. And you can find some books that have become very important in the recovery of the historical memory of some realities. For example, uh, I would say, uh, Los Surcos de la Far. I didn't remember. It, it is uh, translated to English, but I don't remember the, um, the title in English. But it's by Paco Roca, which is who is maybe the most important uh, author right now in Spain. And he recovered the, the story of a uh, division of the French army during the Second World War, which was mostly composed by um, exiles, uh, Spanish exiles from the Republican army. And these soldiers, after fighting against the fascism in, in Spain, fight fascism uh, and, and German army uh, joining the French one. Um, this is something that was unknown by the most of people in, in Spain. People don't know anything about this ninth uh, division of the French army. And thanks to this comic, is something that uh, began to be more known uh, by the people. This is one example, but we have a lot. And this is something very important. And of course, in, in fan scenes, you can find, uh, you can find very radical um, stuff. Mm. Not so much if you compare with um, the 80s, maybe, which was a more political, um, a more political uh, time in Spain. But you can find, if you, if you look for it, you can yeah. find a lot of very radical political stuff. Yeah. And is there much um, influx in, uh, into, into Spain of um, Spanish language comics from, say, South American countries or from Mexico, or is, is that? Sadly, uh, it isn't. Yeah. It's, it's a pity for me because I, I, I well, I was a couple of years ago in Chile and in Colombia, and, and I could, um, could know a bit the, the local scenes there. And it's brilliant. The, there were, um, they, they aren't um, professionals because the market are uh, even smaller than in Spain, but there are a lot of talent in the fan scenes, in the small press, and it's a pity that um, there, there, were, there are uh, just a few linked, links with Spain. But I would say that it's not something related to comics, but also with the whole of the culture. We don't have um, um, a natural... Of course, we have the, the same language, but paradoxically, 
we, paradoxically, we don't have um, a strong in, uh, exchange of, yeah. of books. It's pretty expensive to bring the books from there, from South America, and uh, on, the co on the contrary, it's very expensive to uh, to get a Spanish book in Chile or in Argentina. It, it's a pity, but uh, this is something that slowly is slowly changing, and some publishers in Spain are beginning in the recent, in recent years to to publish uh, Latin American authors. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. That 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 kind of exchange doesn't really um, doesn't really exist. Um, something that's not really related to that though that, that I was that struck me when I was looking at the the uh, material upstairs is um, that there are a number of uh, women creators um, but I, I noticed maybe um, more towards the, the latter years than towards the earlier years. Is, is that a reflection of maybe increased opportunity or accessibility yes. uh, for women in, in Spanish comics? This is also one of the greatest changes in, in Spanish comics in the last years. If you see the exhibition, you can, you can see just if I know wrong, uh, three female authors, yeah. just three of 20, very few. But um, in the last five, six years, the, the tendency is uh, the contrary, in fact. The last years of the awards in Juve, in Juve was, uh, if I know wrong, in the last three years, we have uh, six projects selected by the grant, for the grant, sorry, and only one by a male. Okay. The other was were for, um, for female art artists. In the small press market and in fanzines, most of the author was female right now. It's a great change, very interesting. And um, well, I think it's significant because uh, it's something very recent. A few years ago, five, six years ago, it was uh, still a um, uh, um, very, very male uh, market. Yeah, I mean, that's again, I think maybe it's happening at different paces in different cultures, but I think that is probably true. Um, of of other national comics cultures as well. There's been increasing um, numbers of of women and other minority groups. Would that also be true in Spain? Like in in terms of of uh, um, sexual orientation and um, racial ethnic background and so on. Is that is, is that is there a diversity well, reflected? Yeah, in? I I think that this something. In progress, we can say. Uh, you can find a lot of comics in the last maybe two, three years about um, uh, about uh, experience of the authors, maybe coming out of the closet, and uh, mostly autobiographies. 
Um, but other minorities are still mm, less represented in, in comics compared with other countries. Of course, in the United States, there are a long tradition, even in French. In French market, you can find more representation of minority, minorities. But I think that um, this is something that is going to change in, in right now, in the, last, in, the, in, the pre, in the future, in the next year. Uh, I think it is something that is going to change. In the same way that change the, the female representation is just a matter of... Um, uh, of time, because our market is still young, and uh, for example, female artists uh, started to read comics. Uh, okay, or, or you, you can always find female reading, uh, female readers, but in a in a significant amount in the nineties with manga, and later with comics like uh, Persepolis. Uh, by Marjan Satrapi and th this kind of graphic novels in which uh, female readers can find um, uh, something that engages with them, something that in, in which they could uh, see something um, personal mm -hmm. reflected. And it is something that it's going to happen, I think, uh, quickly with uh, other minorities. Yeah. Um, I'm just conscious of, of, of time, yeah. I mean, I, I think um, I could keep to talking and listening to you talk about all this stuff uh, uh, for hours, but we've only got five minutes or so <laughs> um, uh, to maybe open the floor to questions, if anybody has any questions about... Any other questions? I've one little question, if, if nobody else wants to... Um, just one, one last qu quick question. I know that, that what we're looking at when we go upstairs, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in most cases we're looking at two works by each artist oh, and, yes. and one is associated with the, the competition itself, whether it yes. was part of the entry or the, the work that they made as a result of getting the funding. And then a second um, example of work that they did later on in their career. Yes. Um, so is it true to say then that everybody, uh, because it's the, the exhibition upstairs when you go and have a look at it, it spans 20 years of, of Spanish comics activity. Are almost all of those people still engaged in comics and, and, and had a, a and, and kept their hand in? Yeah, but it's a, it's a bit tricky by my part mm. because the, the selection of the artist uh, took into account the fact that they still uh, make comics today. So there are a lot of people who get the, who got the, the award in the past, uh, because some years uh, you don't have only one award, but two or even three some years. So my selection uh, have taken into account, the, of course, the quality of the, of the works, but also the fact that the, the authors still make coming today. So uh, mm, the most of the authors in the exhibition still make comics, with some exceptions. There are a couple of, of authors that mm, today work uh, as illustrators more than 
cartoonist. But uh, as I said, it was uh, due to the um, due to my selection. But there are another other artists that make some comics uh, 15 years ago, and and that's all. Well, it it is a really fine selection, um, by the um, I think, and and I hope you'll all enjoy looking at. Uh, at the work when we get upstairs. And I'm sure if you have any more questions for Gerardo, he'll be only too happy to respond to them uh, over a glass of wine um, upstairs. So I think it's probably a good time for us to, to shuffle up there and have a look at the comics. And, and thank you again to Gerardo.